Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Quack Report. My name's Carter. I'm joined by Nate. We're here to talk some Ducks hockey. Uh, yeah, that's that's our thing. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's been a little bit since we've like actually sat down and recorded an episode. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, You'd already it was, tell uh, it's like, just like rust after a week and a half, really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess that's the importance of staying on top of it. But yeah, it was uh, yeah. last Wednesday's live stream was like kind of the last, was the last time yeah or i guess two wednesdays ago because or no yeah last yeah that's yeah no no two wednesdays yeah sorry yeah two wednesdays that's, ago yeah, yeah that's what i meant because yeah. we didn't have the because we didn't have the sunday episode we did that pre-recorded uh jersey episode which that's still one of my favorites that we've done actually just because like mm-hmm. that brought out the fucking nerd in me yeah um and uh yeah and then we did the watch along against the flames on the wednesday which- that was a disaster. At least for me, I don't know. From a, yeah, from a, from, a ducks, fun, but... from a ducks from a ducks perspective. Well, I was gonna win no matter what, realistically. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I, I had a good night. I had a couple beers on the stream and everything like that. It was a good time. So, but yeah. and of course, interacting with everybody on there as well. So, if you're listening to this and you were on that watch along, thanks for hanging out with us. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, yeah you had a good rant but, about the uh, whole Jay Beagle situation as well, and got yeah. the, the chat going on that. So. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean, I I can go on that rant again later, but I mean, it, it has been like a week now since it. I think we all kind of know, and I mean, I even posted it on my Twitter, like knowing we weren't going to be doing an episode or anything like that. So, yeah, um, yeah, basically, fuck Jay Beagle. Like that's a bullshit move. So, <laughs> which <laughs> I, I think that's pretty up, unanimous yeah. around yeah most of the NHL, unless you're a Coyotes fan or that but i think even like most would be like yeah there's like there's not there, there was a line there's not that a was whole crossed, yeah, yeah there's there's a line that was crossed right so but there are a lot of realistic people out there like for in in all fan bases like there's definitely some that uh you know are the the ultra fans that their their players do no wrong or anything like that. And I've come across them yeah. from every team. I'm not gonna single oh, any yeah. team they, out. They all have them. They're like all that. out there. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. But um yeah and, and honestly even within like but like I see a lot of obviously of like Anaheim and 
and Calgary fans and that kind of stuff, right? And like I, I I've seen it there as well and whatnot, and especially uh just you know the the the, the takes that are just nobody is agreeing with that person on. And I think uh well Ducks Twitter especially saw that uh this week. But yeah. um <laughs> but anyway, we're 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 not gonna dive uh, too deep into that. But um yeah, there, there's there's some people that take it a little too far of like the the fanboy mm-hmm. of uh just in general does like it's not even like specifically for Twitter like it's in real life and everything like that of like yeah these players are my team can do no wrong and it's like yeah but so <laughs> but yeah so hopefully yeah hopefully there weren't like too many I didn't really see a whole lot of that from Arizona fans to be honest no with you, I didn't but no. yeah yeah so. I, I saw it honestly mostly from just like other random fans of like other teams around the league. Yeah, so. except yeah, like really the only exception is, you know, the guy that like really started everything that was off the ice, I guess, in uh was Tyler Nash or something like that. Guy so irrelevant. I don't remember. Tyler Nash, Tyson. Yeah. It's so irrelevant that I don't even know his first name. And honestly, I don't even care to know at this point. The only reason I remember his last name is because it's the same as like Steve Nash and Rick Nash, right? Like um but he really decided to double down on that bad take and whatnot so uh yeah, that was so funny yeah th- that was horrible like okay i am kind of starting down the, the rant rabbit hole again a little bit but yeah so i'll, yeah, I'll stop I mean, i'll stop there but yeah i, I think uh, that like that was almost worse than the on ice thing so oh yeah like, absolutely but it, it gave us a great meme out of it you know for it gave us a great meme, up, so and it also gave us great merch exactly I even I had that plan. For, I had that plan for later, but you know what? It was a perfect. It's segue. perfect. Yeah, it's too perfect. Yeah, so it's it's out already. If you haven't seen it yet on our social media, we posted it. We're we're, we're recording this Sunday evening, uh, so it's already been released. But if you haven't seen it yet, we have skilling it up merch on our store now. Um, yeah, skilling it up on the top with uh, Trevor Zegris with the uh, the. The pixelated sunglasses or whatever you want to. Yeah, it, it's uh, not Trevor Zegers though. Whatever. It's 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 Zever Trigus. Zever Trigus, <laughs> his, his long lost cousin. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if anyone there, we asks, got, <laughs> yeah, we got t-shirts and long sleeves, uh, both guys and gals uh, styles as well. So uh, I, I we've been trying to make the the shop as um, uh, uh, what's the word. Uh, I, I can't even think of the yeah, word. Yeah, it's, word right it's now. gone. Yeah. Accessible as possible. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. So, you know, like, say, like, say if somebody wants like a, a, a tighter cut or that kind of thing, right? You're, you're not going to get stuck with the, the boxy guys' shirts or something like that if yeah. uh, you're of the, the, the female sword or that kind of thing. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, yeah. We, so we, we try to make it as, accept, as uh, accessible as possible or that. So, yeah, guys and gals' versions of mm. everything. Um and whatnot. So yeah, definitely go mm. check those out as well. And I'm gonna throw out a big thank you actually to everybody who ordered something. I actually didn't anticipate the store because I I get all the emails whenever we make an order. It shows up on my phone. Uh, and I wasn't anticipating my phone going off that many times. To be honest with you, in the first weeks. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. So thank you very much, everybody who made an order. If you haven't yet. Uh, tqrshop.myspreadshop.com uh, if you're watching on YouTube here I will even throw it 
on the banner there. Uh, and I think I'm actually just going to leave that for the, the rest of the show. Might as well. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah and just from having to link it in the comments when we do clips, it's just yeah. right there. So yeah, there you go. Um, but uh, oh, we'll still link it. But um, oh, excuse me. Jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. Taco Talent's coming back. All right. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah, so the, the, the host site that we use, uh, Spreadshop, they actually started their own 15% off thing, which does affect our store as well. Um, so yeah, the 15% off technically got extended, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll be extended until Tuesday, uh, end of day. So yeah, this is a great time to go get uh, a skill in it up shirt. Or if you missed in that first week of our 15% off, like when we uh, launched the store, yeah, it's still going on for a couple more days. So be sure to head over to, again, TQR Shop dot myspreadshop.com and uh yeah go pick yourself up some uh some quack report merch there like we we have everything from carter and i are both wearing different like different style hats that we have available i got the trucker hat on carter's got just the baseball cap uh flex fits and uh yeah we got shirts we got hoodies we got hats we got uh we got these nice you know like the the double insulated water bottles uh carter i'm assuming he's reaching over for the the mug right now no no i've got oh, a sticker, no, the sticker. Yeah. yeah we got stickers i haven't figured and... out where to put it yet so that's i just got it off to the side here, oh yeah but... there you go yeah we got yeah stickers yeah mugs yeah we got so much stuff so and yeah we got everything from just you know like just normal t-shirts with our logo to I, i'm wearing our vintage t-shirts uh right now um yeah and like there's like there's some stuff that i even like haven't gotten my hands on yet but like you ordered or uh, our girlfriends ordered or that kind of thing and i'm just like man i i, I kind of want that actually so like i i 100 by the like i i need a summer job first but i will eventually have like one of everything i think in our shop so oh yeah i mean but, you maybe don't need to go for like the tall variation because then it's just no, gonna be a dress but, on you but yeah <laughs> Which okay, I got I got a quick yeah one, yeah one of every design, not every yeah, style exactly. of shirt, but every design yeah. Okay, so I got a quick story here for you. Just you're talking about oh, like yeah. a shirt as a dress kind of thing. So last weekend, uh, part of the reason that we had to release that uh, that pre-recorded episode, I guess, uh, was first off on the Sunday it was Carter's birthday. So happy belated birthday, buddy. Ah, um, I mean, and, you already said uh, happy birthday, but yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I said it, but just, just for everybody <laughs> else to you know scream yeah. at their at their car radio or whatever <laughs> they're doing right now just scream hi- like happy birthday car um and the other reason was that i was out of town for the entire weekend at a uh, referees clinic i still officiate uh lacrosse and everything like that this will be my 10th season um but we got a bunch of new jerseys because they changed uh the look of the jerseys for referees for uh major lacrosse so 17 and up uh, pretty much and man, those new ones, they are dresses. Honestly, they're like they're purposely extended, which I love because they won't come untucked whenever I have to like bend over to, you know, start a face off or that kind of thing. But I kid you not, that thing goes to like just above my kneecaps. If I pull it all the way down, <laughs> like we were all like a bunch of us were like grabbing them, like pulling them down. And we're like, so is this how we're going out tonight? Like we're all going to wear these as dresses. Like <laughs> it's kind of entertaining to be honest with you. So but maybe not for for uh, Quack Report Twitter or anything like that. But I might actually have to yeah. take a picture, like just to show you how ridiculous it looks. Yeah, do but it. I'm curious. It's, but it's great. Like, 
Yeah, and then we had a we we had like an exhibition game as well that a few of us got to officiate, myself included. And the my one partner was like, because there's like a it's not quite an elastic band at the bottom, but it's a little bit tighter at the bottom. Oh yeah, and he's like, it's hugging my ass so perfectly that it feels like I have a friend just supporting me back there. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no better way to describe that. So, <laughs> but yeah, very nice jerseys. Like I was still. Like for minor lacrosse, uh, I, w- I was still wearing a jersey that I've had since I was like 16 or 17. So I'm like, I also got like an updated one oh, yeah. for that as well. And I'm like, this is so much better. One, it actually fits. And two, the material is so much better because now it's more like uh, like an actual sport material instead of like um, like heavy jersey material, basically. So, yeah. But yeah. Nice. So. Huh. Well, that was the, the, the dress uh, jerseys or dress shirts. Dress yeah. shirt, but in a different way. <laughs> yeah, different kind of dress shirt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess uh, we got a couple games to talk about here. Um, yeah. I mean, one of them's actually, you know, going to be um, an okay chat. The other one's going to be just, it is what eh. it is. But yeah, um, I guess, uh, should we get into it? Or do you have anything else you want to say here? I got nothing else here. Okay. Yeah, let's do get it. Into it. Uh, yeah. So let's start with the Flyers game. Uh, that was a 5-3 win just on the, I guess, Saturday there um, on the road in Philadelphia. After, you know what? Based off of how this game started, I'm surprised we managed to pull the win out, honestly. Like down 2 nothing, uh, yeah. or even three minutes into the game. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Yeah, it really uh, didn't look good to, to start that game. Um, mm. Even the whole first period was pretty rough. Yeah, the the first five minutes, especially, and then the Ducks got their legs under them. I was still trying to figure out, honestly, if I I wanted to ask you this. Now, did the Ducks just start late, or were the Flyers just ready to go? I, I don't really know which more it it yeah, was, to be honest with you. I just having like seen the rest of the game, obviously. I, I feel like it was honestly a little bit of both, in a, a way, because like, yeah, because the Ducks looked like a totally different team going into the second, but also so did the Flyers. So it's like they put all of their energy into just having a good first period, hoping yeah. that we would just kind of, you know, go down to nothing after a rough first period and then just kind of like lay down and die for the next yeah. 40 minutes, but we didn't. So, I mean, that was awesome to see, but yeah, it looks like the Flyers just put everything into that first 20 minutes and then they're like, okay, let's just coast and then that was it. So uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit of both. Okay. Um, cause yeah, like what I had here was like, yeah, the Flyers just come out hot to start. I don't blame either of those first two goals on Anthony Stolarz no. whatsoever. That was just yeah, chaos exactly. kind of in front and, um, and yeah, Philly just came out to play pretty much. And we didn't kind of like you said, mm-hmm. um, after that though, like, and honestly, I would say even after like the first five, 10 minutes of that game, the rest yeah. of it, Anaheim took over. And yeah. Philly, like you said, it was either they sat back or Anaheim just actually started to play. And mm-hmm. I, I would like to figure out actually, with, like I, I got to go back and like watch this entire game again. I feel like just to know, like okay, just to figure out what it was. Yeah, just yeah. like what it was because if like I, both the Flyers and the Ducks are in shitty spots organizationally. Let's put it that way, right? Yeah, of like there's just not a whole lot there. 
Um, they're big both, sellers at the deadline. Yeah, big just, sellers. Just looking forward deadline. to the like, offseason. Yeah, like in, including their uh, their captain Claude Giroux, right? Who went to uh, went to Florida um, after playing exactly, I believe, a thousand games with the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Flyers. So yeah, <laughs> um, but you know uh, that deal was worked out like weeks before, and then they were like, yeah, okay, just let us get them to a thousand games, and then we'll make it happen. And and what I th- what a lot of people were hearing uh, after the fact, just it was it was coming out that. Um, it, it sounded like Colorado had the better offer to Philadelphia, but mm. because of how Giroux's contract was with his no move and or no trade and everything like that, basically it was it, it sounded like it was Giroux actually going around to his teammates even before the deal was done, just saying, I'm going to Florida because he yeah. had the choice of where he wanted to go in the end, right? So, yeah, because he had a full no trade, did he not? A full uh, no move or whatever it was. I, yeah, something like so, that. So basically, but, like he went to Philadelphia and was like, "I'm willing to wait. I'm willing to be so traded, but I only want to go here." Yeah, yeah. I I'm curious what the actual clause is. Oh yeah, full no move. So he got yeah he got to pick, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, the Flyers are also just not a great team this year as well. But they thought that they were going to contend for the Stanley Cup. Like yeah. Ugh. Um, I, uh, to be honest, I don't remember where we even had them in our, uh, like way too oh, yeah. early picks. I'm kind of curious to know where we put them to be honest. Yeah, with I you. can. Yeah. Do, are well, you well, trying to pull it up? Yeah. Now, or? I, I think okay. I have it saved here somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I, I know. Which, no, I don't, I figured but out which, it's okay. You know what? We'll, we'll talk yeah, about I, I, that no, I, in the coming weeks here. So I know which outline or I know about which outline it is. I just got to okay. double check here. Oh no! That was but yeah, either either way, yeah, the Flyers are pretty depleted as well as we are, right? Obviously, with Raquel, Lindholm, and those kind of guys gone. But that's why I kind of want to yeah. figure out: like, did the Flyers just hang back, or did the Ducks start to play? Because yeah, just how that chain or like how that momentum shifted so drastically, honestly. Because um, taking a look over at uh, MoneyPuck.com, there. The deserve to win meter was 70, like rounded 76% in favor of Anaheim. Yeah. Like everything shifted over uh fill it or to Anaheim's way, pretty much. So mm-hmm. um which I think so. Like you're right. We we all played them and for sure the last 50 minutes, maybe even the last 55 of the game. Yeah. Like, for a majority of it, we were the better team. Yeah, exactly. Just, just a rough start. So yeah, Anthony Stellar start, uh, stopping 30 of 33 shots as well. Uh, and then the other end was, I believe, Martin Jones, if I'm not mistaken, who was, it was uh, playing until this season for the San Jose Sharks. So he's somebody who's obviously seen the Ducks a lot, so I can understand why Philadelphia would go over to him. Uh, yeah, Jones stopping 29 of 34 shots uh, in that okay. game there. So. Yeah. Yeah, so so I did find where we had the Flyers. I had them seventh in the Metro. You had them fifth. So we, we have okay. So we we both had them out. outside yeah. the playoffs at least. Okay. Yeah. So we are, um, we aren't completely at the lunch. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's good Currently they are seventh in the division, um, but they only have one point ahead of New Jersey. So and I have no idea where that's going to end up. Like which team's going to be worse? Yeah. And, they're, neither of them are catching Columbus, I, I don't think. Like, Philly has 57 points. Columbus, who's in sixth, has 74 points. So mm. they would have to go on a tear. Yeah. So, I, either really, way, they're, really they're the going to be bottom two. 
yeah, the East for a long time has pretty much just been okay. We're just figuring out placement at this point. Yeah, like because <laughs> what like realistically since like American Thanksgiving, it's or American or Canadian Thanksgiving. I American. which one is what month? <laughs> <laughs> Our Thanksgiving Ameri- is October. American is November. Is November right? Okay, yeah. So by American Thanksgiving, like the East was pretty much decided. Pretty which is much kind of yeah. crazy to be honest with you, but yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 Like, like the Islanders are 15 points out of a wild card <laughs> spot now, at, and they're third. So, like, with 11 games left, so, so not technically yeah. eliminated yet. But yeah, like, like you said, there's no way they're actually no gonna. No, they're not doing anything either. Yeah. Um. um uh, oh, that's the wrong outline now. So yeah, we both thought they weren't going to be good this season. They weren't good this season. The, no. the Ducks are. A better team than the Flyers. They outplayed them as they should. Um, yeah, like you know, you take away those first five minutes of the game. This is probably a five-one, maybe a five-two win. Mm-hmm. So it, it it looks a lot more dominant that way. And and like yeah. you look at all the advanced stats, and yeah, the Ducks, like you said, the Ducks were winning this game what 77 percent of the time. Uh, yeah, seventy-six rounded. Yeah. yeah. So like, you you just look at the score, and that that seems kind of out to lunch, but like. You look at the way they played, and yeah, that's they, they deserve that hundred percent. Yeah, so. you watch the tape, and it makes sense. So yeah, um, yeah, not really much else to say on that, but it's yeah. probably our last win of the season. <laughs> I would say uh, we still have one game against San Jose that I that, think that could be a win. potentially. Okay. Yeah, potentially, we'll have to see here what happens. But yeah, um, yeah, you want to talk about another game though? That's. Uh, you look at the score and then you watch the tape and it totally makes sense as well. Uh, Carolina beating the Ducks uh, just today, a couple hours before we were recording here, uh, losing 5-2 to the Hurricanes. Um, I expected this, one, because you're playing the Carolina Hurricanes who are currently sitting top of the Metro division, if I have that yeah. correct in my head. Um, so. but are also like second or third in the league? Yeah, they're third in the league too. So Yeah, like... but it, this is also what I... Um, and a few others like to call a scheduled loss. Um, you're playing a back-to-back game and you're going into the Wolf's Den pretty much. Like you're not really expecting to... It's it's a miracle pretty much if you were to come out of this game with a win. Let's put it that way. Yeah, um, if the Ducks won this game, it's because the Hurricanes were out partying on Saturday night and they were all yeah. hungover as shit. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> so that's, that's the only way. Yeah. So, but like, I'm I'm honestly not like... Horribly disappointed in how the Ducks played. No, not ho- not horribly disappointed. I'm yeah. still somewhat disappointed because defense still lost this game. It's been something we've talked about for a while, so I'm not going to go like yeah. crazy deep into it. Um, just hopefully, you know, maybe with some free agent acquisitions or a couple of younger guys coming up or something like that, the defense starts to get solidified a bit again um, mm. back there. Uh, I know one complaint that a lot of people have had lately is Kevin Shattenkirk, and I do understand it for sure. Yeah, he hasn't I been, think he's he hasn't been playing expect- great for. Yeah, this last I, I while. think though he's kind of expected to play in a higher role than he has been expected to over the last couple seasons, and higher than he probably should be playing in the lineup right now, just because. Yeah, like it's beyond so Fowler and Drysdale, yeah. like Shattenkirk is our next best defenseman. So yeah. that's. Yeah, like the, it's just so tough, and he's not that number three 
defenseman on the depth no. chart anymore. Oh, no. So like, yeah, I like it. It kind of makes sense, and because I thought he was having a phenomenal season when we actually had defensive depth. In other mm-hmm. words, we had Linwood Manson on the roster, and Kevin Shattenkirk <laughs> was number six. But yeah. now, yeah, now it's it's just not looking quite as good. So no, it, yeah, it definitely hasn't been great. Uh, yeah, is- Shatten Shattenkirk in this game against Carolina again. This isn't a stat I normally look at, but was minus mm-hmm. two on the night. So yeah. Um, he was there. There's only two other people that had that low of a minus, uh, of, of a plus minus. Uh, Vakaninen, who I believe is his defense partner. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, with a minus two as well, and Getzlaff was out there as a minus three. Ooh, but defensively, at least, right? It's it's it was Vakaninen and Shattenkirk. Unfortunately, Vakaninen, I haven't had too much of an issue with, to be honest with you. Like since we got him. And he's been steady, yeah. Yeah, he's been steady, so I don't mind mind him here. Mm -hmm. And in a way, it kind of makes up for Kevin Shattenkirk's mistakes, you know? A little bit. Like, he's just a little bit Just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, I I shouldn't say that. Vakaninen is more defensively responsible than Kevin Shattenkirk. I think that's it. So, you know, maybe you don't notice as many of Shattenkirk's mistakes. I don't don't know Mm -hmm. if that's the best way of describing it, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, The one guy, though, that I don't blame this game on whatsoever made some phenomenal saves tonight uh john gibson stopping 38 of 42 there and i had to take a look as well i'm like okay because it's always just again it's always me comparing the eye test to the analytics right like i i try to use both as much as possible Mm -hmm. um because you could argue oh you look at you know just the the normal stats and it's oh john gibson had a 905 save percentage that wasn't a really good game yeah but Take a look at the advanced stats as well, as and and how he actually played. Um, John Gibson was uh, oh, I had to scroll down to it here. Where is it? Uh, he had a goal save above expected at point four seven. So he's right where he like that's that's right where it should have been, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, yeah, expected goals against was four point four seven. Actual goals against is four. So that's where you get the positive out of that. So yeah, um, yeah. So. The numbers and the eye test line up. John Gibson had a great game, made some awesome saves. Mm-hmm. And he had that absolute robbery of a save. I forget who it was on, uh, but he's cutting over to Gibson's right, made a big stop. And then, like, Gibson's like over, like, on his side, makes a second oh, stack the pads. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, who was that? Um, yeah, I don't I remember wanna... it offhand, but yeah. uh, no, I, I was going to guess, but I, I don't have a good guess. So, yeah. But I do know the save you talked about. Yeah, that was phenomenal. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, it's, it, yeah, nothing to really complain about, I guess, for John Gibson. Like, he he did the best he could given the defense he's looked, that we put he's out. He's looked in- better over the last couple of weeks, which has been great to see. Like, he's, he's back to yeah. being John Gibson. Unfortunately, it's all just too late at this point as because yeah. – as of tonight, uh, after Dallas beats Chicago, I believe it was 6 3, uh, the Anaheim Ducks are unfortunately mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. So look ahead to the draft and free agency yep. and next season. So, mm-hmm. actually, sorry, don't look that far ahead yet because we haven't really talked about this or had a chance to. Um, but we do, I guess we do still have one more thing to look forward to, uh, bittersweetly, and that's. Ryan Getzlaff's retirement, uh, or his his last game, yeah. I guess, in the mm-hmm. NHL, which will be uh, that last home game there 
against the St. Louis Blues on the 24th. I'm pulling up the schedule. Yeah. I think I got yeah, that right. Yeah. Oh, look at me go. Um, so yeah, that'll, I guess for us, that might be a later recording again, just so we can talk about that and everything. But, yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that last game against uh, St. Louis there will be Ryan gets last, last one. Um, if any of our listeners are going to that game, take pictures and send them to us or that kind of thing. It would be cool to see kind of like everyone's perspective. Yeah. Like at the game and whatnot. So, um, yeah, like I said, kind of bittersweet look forward to that. So, and then after that, then you got the, the draft and free agency and everything like that, which I feel like Pat Verbeek could go for a bit of a splash. He's got a lot of money to work with. And oh, he's got absolutely. a plan of what yeah. he wants to do here. So, yeah, Bart, like, I, there's no point really getting too much into it now because there's still tons of opportunity for trades to happen uh, before then. But yeah, like he's, I, I mean, I, I doubt he's going to trade his way into hitting the uh, the uh, salary cap there, but you never know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like I, I could see him making a couple trades in the off season, like even before free agency as well. Um, and, and probably even before the draft just to, you know, yeah, just kind of build up the roster the a little bit more, and then in free agency, if he wants somebody, he's going to get them. Assuming they can, they want to come here, you know. But like he can yeah. basically afford to pay whatever anybody wants, which is kind of scary because <laughs> a little, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. handing out seven year, like eight, ten million dollar contracts. Well, but, and, and I don't think he's going to be doing that because otherwise, I think we would have seen that four guys like Lindholm, right, who got an eight year contract out of going to boston so yeah his big thing he's fine to spend the money his thing is term and i'm totally okay with that to be honest with you Mm -hmm. i think it entirely depends on the player though like if we're talking oh yeah it absolutely does like lindholm's what 28 right lindholm's 28 i believe yes i'll just double check that here yeah but like you give an eight-year contract to a 28 year old like that takes you till you're 36 like that's could potentially be dangerous in the last two or three years of that contract. But if you're, you've are you got a free agent who's 24, 25, an eight-year contract takes them until they're, uh, quick math, 32, 33. That's not yeah. as bad. Right? No, that, that's a lot safer. Yeah, um, so I think it entirely depends on the player. But I, I think he was right to not give Lindholm an eight-year deal when this team is rebuilding. Yeah. Man, Don Sweeney just brand new. Okay, interesting. Sorry, I'm actually I'm, I'm looking at the contract he signed in Boston, like Lindholm signed mm-hmm. in Boston there. Yeah. Um, yeah, Don Sweeney just dishing out apparently for Hampus Lindholm here. Uh, <laughs> which yeah, we, we talked about already. He got a six and a half like per year contract out of it. Mm-hmm. Um for the first five years, he has no trade and no move. Oh wow. And then the last three is a modified no trade which is a 15-team no-trade list. So hmm. just under half the league, he'll say no. But, like, damn, brand-new guy, and you're giving that to him. Yeah, you know, I like, I, I, I wasn't to start with, but I'm definitely not mad at Lindholm now for, you know, wanting to, to do something elsewhere. Yeah, right. Okay with it, right? Like, he, he got a... He, he got a good he got, thing out of it. He, so. he got probably what he wanted. Yeah. So. Or honestly, maybe even or, more. Maybe more. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, so, my guess is Don yeah, like, Sweeney made do... the first move there, and he was like, yeah, eight. He, he probably walked <laughs> in. He was like, eight year deal, six million dollars, and Lindholm was like. I mean, I was going to ask for five, but let's say seven yeah. and meet in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and throw in their uh, no trade, no moves, and modified no trade share. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, that's, I mean, I can't believe that they signed him to that like without even really seeing him play. Like, he was what? A, had he even played a game when they signed that deal? I think he had played one game, if I'm remembering correctly. But damn, must have been either way. A good yeah, game. that was yeah, that was a lot. But I guess if you're you know if you're if your scouting's working well for you and everything like that, you know what this guy can bring to your team. And Lindholm will help that back end in Boston for quite oh, a while. So yeah, for sure. But I don't know, just like you never really know how a guy's gonna like mesh in the locker room or like yeah. how he's gonna play on on your team specifically like or within your team yep. system so like that's not that i yeah not that we brave. think that yeah not that we think that like lindholm's gonna be you know like a, a cancer in the locker room or anything no no like that, yeah but, no but like um, it's just yeah you, you don't know how he's gonna respond to the coach's system and like what if yeah. the way he plays just like doesn't work with how the rest of the team plays then you're just stuck with that guy i don't know it's just like yeah a, a high risk move so i don't know but yeah good for lindholm and Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, get, get um, paid, dude. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about this a bit more in depth, like once we're getting closer to free agency of like maybe who you would want to go for that kind of thing. But I did take a look at the pending UFAs. <laughs> what? <laughs> five years, five million dollars. Who, who was the guy that uh, broke Connor McDavid's collarbone and then Edmonton traded for him? Oh, who was uh, that again? I, I don't know. It was like. Tim Mick irrelevant or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be the equivalent of that. Though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, which, yeah, I don't think he'll be really going anywhere. He's in like yeah. the twilight of his career at this point. Um, good news though, is that we can re-sign Ryan Kessler to a cheaper deal. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> Cause he's said to be a UFA. I'm just, I'm just making jokes here. Um, I'm just taking a little bit of a look here. Just kind of, Curious if anyone kind of pops out to me. Oh, Nino Nino writer. That could be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I, the, it's still like this. I think there's still going to be a lot of guys that resign. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yet. Like there's there's a lot of players, and I think Nino writer is one of them. And there's a few of those guys in Calgary as well that we talked about on the live stream where it's like, yeah. yes, they're free agents. And yeah, you can make the speculation that they're going to go somewhere. But a lot of players are just like, let's just play out the season, focus on the hockey, and then we'll, yeah. we'll focus on the extension in the offseason. So, I, mm-hmm. yeah, it's you almost have to wait until teams are eliminated to see who gets extended. So Yeah, which, I, yeah, I totally understand that. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. go off of that because we're... <laughs> it's I, a, I, it's I a rabbit hole. Is yeah. a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> I I could see the gears turning, and I was like, I gotta figure out how to get him away from this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta like um, find a nice shiny treat to distract you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, I got one more negative, I guess, about the Carolina game, and then we can talk yeah, about a positive, it. and then we can wrap up that conversation there. I said I wasn't gonna hammer too much on the defensive play or that sort of thing, but I know you love when I bring up the shot map. I'm sure I do. there's some others that enjoy it as well at least mm-hmm. uh, if they're watching on YouTube or that sort of thing so I'm going to bring up the shot map here from the Hurricanes uh, and Ducks game here which was like holy crap uh, give me just two yeah I, 
it's, I can imagine what it looks like, and it's. <laughs> I, I, let, let's let's put let's it this way: like I, I, I could see like the shot counter, obviously, like when watching the game, and yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, damn! Like this isn't really looking good." And then I took a look at the shot map, and I went, oh, "Holy shit!" Okay, um, yeah, here we go. Look at polar that. opposites. <laughs> Completely. Um, yeah, what were the the final? How many shots, shots did the Ducks get? Like eight? Holy! Like final shots in this game were forty three to twenty five in favor of Carolina. Like I said, this is a you could call this a schedule loss, right? It was not yeah. going to go well for Anaheim. Whether they had those guys that we lost out on during uh, like during the trade deadline or whatever, it, it, it whether we had them or not. Right or even had like Silverberg and Jones back in the lineup, which it sounds like they might be done for the season. Uh, or you might as well. Like, yeah, we're honestly the lower we finish, the better at this point. Yeah, um, so. but like even with those guys, this is going to be a tough game no matter what. Uh, but yeah, like it is so like sparsely populated, I guess, for like our shots. I hope I I, I said that right. Yep, I, I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, there's four shots below the hash marks for yeah. us, and like and, bet- and like know, between the circles, like yeah, yeah. But then you look over at the Carolina side, and it is a fucking party in the slot. Holy shit! Yeah, like praise John Gibson. Like oh my yeah. god, those like <laughs> the amount of those that could have been goals. Like this easily could have been like I don't know, eleven to two instead of five to two. Yeah, absolutely. fifteen to two maybe. Like. Oh man. It was it was a rough game for the the team in front of Gibson absolutely uh in terms of defensive play but like I said I'm not going to hammer it too much because you also had to take into the consideration of it's a back to back and it's against Carolina like I said scheduled loss. Um, yeah and like they're stocked up for a deep playoff run and we're like yeah phoning it in for the season essentially. So like Yeah they, exactly. Like I I, I, I genuinely I forgot expected, that really. Yeah. Like I genuinely forgot that Carolina had picked up like Max Domi as a depth guy. What the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, like, like he would be like our top line center probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's like what their number 3 or 4 center? Something like that. But <laughs> so Yeah. Just nuts no matter what. So, but like besides the defensive end which again like just tired and everything like that because you're playing a back-to-back it there wasn't a whole lot else though that i was like yeah this was horrible or anything like that and like want to freak out about like yeah i I didn't mind it it fine otherwise so um but man does trevor zegris love the michigan where he attempted it again tonight almost got Mm -hmm. it so close but uh, unfortunately, no go there. But um, yeah, I would have loved to see him and uh, Sveshnikov like kind of go both, back, both go forth. for it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that'd, be great. that'd be good. Yeah. yeah. I, as so. soon as I saw him do that, I was like, I hope that Sveshnikov tries it on the next shift, and and he didn't. Yeah. Obviously, but I don't know. I like I haven't even seen him attempt it since he scored the second time on it. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if he really has. Either, and but it's like, like it's almost year. feeling it's almost feeling like a go-to now for for Zegers. Like if he sees the chance, he's gonna try it, which excites yeah. the hell out of me. And he does it so seamlessly too. Like yeah, it's so, it's so fluid it, the way he picks it up. Yeah, he he's kind of always done it like where he's parked behind the net looking for a pass, and he's like, oh, yeah. I don't see a passing option, so now I'm going for the shot. Um, but yeah, like Zegers is it's like 
instinct. It's as mm -hmm. natural as like Ovechkin lining up for a one timer and yeah. at the top of the circle on the power play. Like he's yeah. just he can do it on an on a whim. It's an instinct now. It's well, insane. and that yeah, and I believe it was the game last Sunday against Edmonton as well. Teams mm -hmm. know that he's like that's just in his repertoire, right? Teams know yeah. that that's just ready for him whenever. It's not going to be like a a once like once every few seasons kind of thing for him. They know that is yeah. a move for him at this point. To the point yeah. that yeah, Zegers was coming around the Edmonton net if I'm remembering this correctly and was like it looked like he was going to try it on Mike Smith and didn't stick handled it and literally was allowed to make himself open like nobody near him because everybody was afraid of him doing the Michigan at first. Yeah. And then he got like he got yeah. open and made a nice pass. Like mm -hmm. it, it's terrifying to teams to have themselves be on the highlight reel of Trevor Zegers Michigan at this point that they'll yeah. almost give him the space and the otherwise. other option. Like they're like yeah. teams are actually terrified of this kid now, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and it's awesome that he has like the, um, I guess, ability to be like, I can make this play, or yeah. okay, I'm gonna fake like I'm gonna make this play, just to open up space for myself. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you genuinely he, don't know now what he's going to do. Yeah, which is and, and it's a it's a win win for him. Either mm -hmm. way, it's either he gets an attempt at the Michigan, which is hard to stop as it is, or he's given time and space to like kind of walk around the the bottom of the circle and either make a pass or make another shot. Yeah. It's either way. I'm it's awesome. <laughs> ex I'm excited for what he can do in those opportunities. So And like the, the, the I think I have to remind myself of as well. This is his first full season. Yeah. <laughs> this is only the first full season. The kid is 21 have, years old. We have potentially years of this to come. The dude like, is 2 3 years removed from his prime like i don't i don't know like obviously i want to do this show for like as long as possible kind of thing but like genuinely just with like the the history of just podcast shows in general or that kind of thing right we might wrap this show up by the time like or like before zegris is done or like around the time that he's retired and that kind of thing which is crazy to think mm -hmm. about like him retiring because he's so young but um, but like we yeah, might see dudes like, like just, barely just, played a full season yeah, and like you're already talking like, about him retiring but like <laughs> what we might potentially see in that span after mm -hmm. just like what we've seen in year like really like full year one is mind blowing to me like th this is what makes me so thankful to Dylan and Nisha that they're like hey do you guys want to do the Ducks Flames and Oilers fan do you two want to do the Ducks and we're just like yeah, sure. Might as well. And now it's like we get to watch this dude every night. Whether it's a win or a loss, something good is going to come out of it because Trevor Zegers yeah. is going to be on the ice. Yeah, exactly. So we we never really just, talked about yeah. the Michigan that he scored against. Was it Arizona? Yeah, it was Arizona. Yeah. Because he's yeah. oh, right, he skilled it up. That Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we never really got to talk much about that, but. Milano was kind of in the way. He puts it around, there. Like not only was it to Michigan, yeah, he puts it around Sonny Milano. Yeah, is that? <laughs> did he just accidentally discover a way to 
prevent the defense from defending the Michigan? I kind of thought about that too, to be honest with you. Like, because if Milano's you park standing there, down at the post, yeah, yeah, then yeah, I, I honestly like don't you, know. Kind of like how you have a guy normally who's like in front of the net, right, trying to like create chaos and screen the goalie and go for the rebound goals, right? Yeah. Do you have somebody there in that position now, right, where they're still doing the same job, but it's from a different, it's a different type of shot, right? You're not looking at a point shot or anything like that. You're looking at like something coming from behind the net, whether it's a Michigan or really anything else, right? Just kind of mm-hmm. the danger from behind the net. Um, right? Like, yeah, if Zegris misses on that, Milano's right there for a rebound. Yeah, exactly. So, or if he decides not to do the Michigan, he's got a quick pass out front. Yeah. Yeah, like right so, on the doorstep there. So, yeah, like that. I don't know. I, if I was coaching the Ducks, which I could be if uh, they get rid of Dallas Eakins. <laughs> Would you put your I'm, application in? <laughs> no. <laughs> but if I, was, if I was coaching, I would tell Sonny Milano, hey, if you want in this situation, well, not if you want, <laughs> in this situation, park yourself kind of right in front of the goaltender on that side of the net because you are either A, able to prevent the defender from stopping the Michigan, or B, you are a passing option for Trevor Zegras, or yeah. C, you're a rebound option if I feel the like you're does actually, manage to I, save it. I feel like you are, the best way to go about that is if you are, or is to be defensive while being offensive, if that, if that makes sense, of like, mm-hmm. you're, you're, trying to, you're trying to essentially set a pick. Yeah, is what yeah, you're exactly. To do. Yeah. So your your job is to without getting a penalty, you know, like just become that barrier. Don't not not interfere, but become mm-hmm. that barrier for that defenseman who's trying to stop Zegers doing what he's doing or whoever else yep. it may be, right? Troy Terry or mm-hmm. whoever. So Yeah. yeah. I mean, ideally it, it kind of went it's, between it's Milano bit, and the net on that play, yeah. not around Milano. <laughs> but I mean, he still scored. So like, who yeah, cares? Yeah, it was but, just circumstances, whatever. But yeah, yeah. It, it's almost it's kind of throwing like box lacrosse style into the game, right? Where you're setting the pick on the on like coming up around the on around the crease there. So yeah, but yeah, which exactly? It, it still totally works for for hockey. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. yeah, right. Just so make I, make I know, yourself just, a barrier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm interested to see if we um, end up with Milano there a little bit more. Now, like if if that's something they work on, kind of in the yeah, last few games, that'll of this that'll uh, that'll be a next season thing because Dallas Eakins seems stuck on Derek Grant with uh, Troy Terry and Terry Zegers right now. I'm not a hundred percent sure why. Yeah. No, no. Okay, I'm gonna say this because I'm I'm not saying it's that Derek Grant is a bad player by any means. I'm I'm not saying that whatsoever because even the worst guys on an NHL roster will dance circles around the like most of us. Right. Yeah. Like not not just you and me, but just like anybody. They will yeah. dance circles the, around. The like generalize. like yeah. honestly, take a guy like Paul Bissonette. Yeah, that dude is going around me, no problem. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they're still in the NHL for a reason. Right. They might not be the best NHL player, but there there's a reason that they're there at least. Um. But yeah, just I I don't know. I just don't really. I I still just don't really like Grant in that spot specifically. I prefer him in that bottom six there a little bit more 
Um, but I don't know. The guy's the guy's gotten kind of lucky or the last little bit, but he does only have two points in his last five games. So I'm not sure what yeah, it's, Dallas yeah, can reason is better, for keeping him on the yeah. top line or yeah, in the top six option, at least. For yeah. sure. But at, at this point, like I, I don't care. This season's done as far as I'm yeah. concerned. So we'll, we'll save. Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't think Eakins is coming back. So I don't see the point on bashing on him anymore because he's yeah like Verbeek has eyeballs <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's all I have to say yeah that that is that is the one thing as well that it's like okay we don't have Bob Murray anymore we have somebody new who and, and I mean it's it's not even in this case like necessarily because of Dallas Eakins Jesus I shook my desk like crazy there um it's just you know like coaches or sorry general managers have an idea of what they want to do when that like when that coach comes in right or when that when that GM comes in. And normally it's I want a coach who will work with me on this or has the same kind of ideas or like can can take my plan and actually execute it, right? Mm-hmm. Um and honestly, like one of the I feel like one of the best examples more recently um is actually okay, I got two examples for you here because the one kind of led to the other one. Uh Lou Lamorello in New York for the Islanders. Brings in Barry Trotz, if I have that correct in my head. Um, both very kind of old school style uh, that is defensive minded, right? So those two work well together, right? The kind of the old school mentality of, you know, big bodies and that kind of thing that can still score. Like you still bring in the skill and whatnot of the, of the NHL today. Um, but yeah, it's defensive minded and is just solid. And that comes in with Barry Trotz. Yeah. That works great. And then two guys that worked together in the minors beforehand, though, um, with the exit of Lou Lamorello, you get Kyle Dubas coming in as the GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs, right? He's got Babcock there that was from Lamorello, working with it for a little bit, but ultimately that's not who his his ideal guy is, right? Mm-hmm. So once things really start to go south for the Toronto Maple Leafs, which I have a statue of one of the saves that ended uh, Mike Babcock's career, which is fucking fantastic. I love it. Um, he, you know, the, the Leafs then bring in, or Dubas brings in Sheldon Keefe, right? Brings him up from the Marlies. This is a guy that he's worked with, and they have similar uh, ideas of what they want this team to be, what they or what they think this Toronto Maple Leafs can do, right? And yeah. they've been working on that. Unfortunately, they haven't been able to get it done in the playoffs yet. I feel like, honestly, this is the year that they will get past the first round. But it looks like they might also have a matchup with Boston currently. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Right now it's Tampa. But Boston is knocking at the door. Yeah. They're only one point back from Tampa. Both of the same oh, amount wow. of games played. That's a lot closer um, than I thought. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I don't know. if I, I feel like if you're Toronto, it's... There, there's positives and negatives to both sides. But uh, sorry, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole either. Um, but just kind of that more of that idea, right? Of like GMs have certain guys that they have in mind that can work with them to execute a plan, right? Dallas Eagans is not Pavrubik's guy, I don't think. I would be very surprised, and I think a lot of people would, if he is brought back again. But I feel like if that was the case, Pavrubik would have come in, talked with Dallas, right? And we would have seen an extension at this point. So probably, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think uh, 
I think that's a good time to take a quick break and uh, throw things over to our friends over at DraftKings. Um, I see that we do have a new ad script, but I don't know if you actually recorded it. If this is no, I did okay. not. My okay. apologies. In that case, um, I have it pulled up. Do you just want me to do the ad read? Sure, go for it. Okay, let's see how this goes. <laughs> Or, or I have it now, if you Oh, yeah. You, you, you take this it. one. <laughs> I was just going to do it for the sake of uh, being um, being speedy. But is... All right. Our uh, first live yeah, ad read. The, the, oh, man. The we gotta... the 17th. That's not the first live one. I've done them before, but just not like this. Yeah. Well, uh, so, we got to. Yeah. Just, we're, just we're gonna know, have to get though. Audie on to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or we're going to have to send this clip to Audie and get, a, get some tips back. Yeah, <laughs> just know though that after I read this, you're talking for a little bit. Which actually, actually, no, that that works out actually because you have your yeah. big energy thing. segment coming up. Yeah. All right, you ready? Hockey fans, feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just one dollar on any team to win and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play free for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team to win, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Again, that's code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 plus only, restrictions apply. See our show notes for details. Nice. See, what was wrong with that? That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just out of breath by the end of them most of the time. I'm so glad, though, that yeah. like we kind of uh, like the disclaimer kind of got shortened a little bit. Oh, yeah. So, That's, which uh, Audie makes it a little easier. Real, which yeah, we're talking about Audie here uh, over at the, the Barnburner Hockey Podcast. Um, he didn't realize, though, that you didn't have to read all of that. That you could just you could put it in the show notes. I, I mean, I'm hoping we're doing that right, but yeah, yeah. Um, this the the last one at least uh, he did his own recording of it too. But we didn't, or I didn't know that at least yet. And I had messaged him saying like, "Hey, if you just want like my pre-recorded for any of them, like just let me know." And he's like. Fuck, I wish I had known that because I would have asked you for this last one. Cause he's like, he did his own recording and he's like, it's it's not the same. So Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, no, that's a it's a it's a mouthful to like actually. Oh yeah, read, it totally so. is. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, at least that one was uh, and like having done so many of those, uh, it has been a lot better. Like I've just gotten used to it or that. So most of the recordings yeah. I do are one take. But I just give myself a break in between so that I'm not out of breath, pretty much. Yeah. So. <laughs> but um, unfortunately, it wasn't with DraftKings. Uh, I do want to get on their daily fantasy stuff now, though. Um, but I had to use a different sports thing or sports betting just because we're in Canada and whatnot. And DraftKings is, doesn't do that up here yet, as far as I'm aware, at least. Um, 
But uh, just to understand it a little bit more, because I know I've asked you questions and whatnot, I did get on a sport booking uh, or like a sport, like a betting thing. And uh, your boy's done all right so far this uh, this weekend. And over the last two days, I got 40 bucks. So, woo, yeah, look at me. Pretty solid. I'm yeah. learning. I'm learning and I'm making money at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to do it, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Parlays. Yeah. That's, what's, that's what's gotten me my money. So. Yeah, that's uh that's the way to go. I'm just like not good enough to do parlays. So. <laughs> uh, I always end up losing out on those. But we, uh... I did do one for the MLB today, though. Oh yeah, I bet on the Jays, the Dodgers, and the Yankees to win. And right away, it got screwed over by a horrible fourth, like top of the fourth, by the Jays. They were up 6-2 or 6-3 and came out of that inning down 7-6. And it was <laughs> downhill from there for the rest of that oh, game. Yeah. Um, live right now. Oh, no. Okay. So that's officially done now. Oh, shit. I literally lost all three of those games. It was the Jays, the Dodgers, and the Yankees. I lost all of them. <laughs> oh, rough. <laughs> so that parlay, I, uh, I, I did not win unfortunately but i won my hockey one tonight because i picked yeah. uh the stars the hurricanes and the lightning so you i was realistic about the hurricane ones, all right i was realistic <laughs> about it let's come on i like how you started to justify yourself before i even really said anything <laughs> <laughs> because i knew there was going to be a listener who was like you bet against the ducks and it's like yeah and you'd be stupid not to <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like unless you're really going for like because i on whatever it was it was like plus three something or whatever on the on the thing that I've been using. Um, so I was like, yeah, okay, you could really bump it up. And for a moment, I was actually like, man, are they going to screw this up for me? Like, are the ducks going to be the ones to screw this up for me? But um, <laughs> but no, it, it all it all worked out. So yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I like to throw just like a dollar on the underdog. Like, oh, Arizona's playing too. Yeah, like Tampa Bay. Let's throw a dollar on Arizona. Yeah. Well, on just Friday, because like the payout is like, usually yeah. like eight dollars so it's like that's yeah that's like <laughs> another couple bets for me right so yeah like i think it was on uh on friday um it was the panthers and the sabers were tied but it was still like ridiculously high for the panthers to or for the for the sabers to win that game so i put two mm-hmm. bucks down on them uh unfortunately mm-hmm. they didn't win sam bennett uh with 38 seconds left decided to put the panthers in front i was like god damn it of course um but uh but yeah, like you're right. Just like those small little bets are fun to do on, like yeah, on those on those underdog teams. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, well, uh, we'll I, get thought more doing, I thought about doing. I thought about doing against. Like... Yeah, I thought about doing it against uh, like the Ducks in Philly last night, like picking the Ducks for it. And I yeah. wish I had because that'd have been great. <laughs> yeah, especially after they were down two nothing. Like the yeah the odds would have been pretty good for that. But yeah, yeah we'll uh, we'll get into some more sports betting stuff because we've had like requests to. Um, kind of you know, do like a how to do fancy hockey and, and stuff like that and um, yeah we'll absolutely I, yeah. do that and, and i know that other teams have done similar things with like uh DraftKings as well yeah. so we'll uh we'll definitely do some stuff like mm-hmm. that in the off season so if mm-hmm. it is something you're interested in getting into then we'll uh just stay tuned in the off season yeah or even just like fantasy hockey in general it doesn't necessarily have to be DraftKings. yeah yeah, uh, fantasy hockey, like, stuff like yeah, stuff. like thinking more like, um, like how we talked about how like we have the THPN fantasy league, right? Which, 
yeah. your boy here got a bye in the first round of the playoffs because he absolutely smoked the league. Yeah, that was insane. <laughs> going 18-4-1 with 37 points. The next guy was uh, Griffin from the uh, Tell It As It Is podcast had 32 points. So I did all right in that league this year. Actually, I've done yeah, all right absolutely. in all my leagues. I think the, the lowest I'm at is third out of the three leagues I'm in. So Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I unfortunately after tonight got a first round uh, exit there. I was, I think, the third in the, the league. Who'd you yeah. lose in that one? Um, I lost to Dave in oh from, from the, uh, uh, Vegas, Vegas Nightly. Nightly podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. Unless Yahoo does any um, like end of week stat changes, um, uh, then I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Although he, oh no, he smoked me. <laughs> like the, the score was only five four, but you look at the categories he won, and it, he just like decimated me. Oh, like I had sixteen assists. That's always the worst when it's the like week. so. Like yeah, yeah. when it's, it's like, always the worst it's like, when it's yeah. You, you log in like on on Sunday morning, and it's like okay, like I'm only down like five four, like Good six chance. five. Yeah. Like what do, what do I need to win? And you look, and you're down by like. 18 Ten goals, goals and, and yeah <laughs> like 20 assists and you're like okay who do i have playing oh i've got like brady kachuk let's hope he goes off for 18 goals 20 assists tonight <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh. oh man but and that's like when you're doing like head-to-heads because there's like different ways that you can do it again well we can get into all this on like a later episode of that but there's like different ways that you can do like fantasy hockey with friends and whatnot like points or head-to-head head-to-head with points like there, there's multiple ways you can do it so yeah, yeah, that'll definitely be a, a summer episode. Um, probably leading more into next season because then everybody will be ramping up for it. But uh, yeah. we can definitely do at least a like a DraftKings centered episode of like how to uh, get into sports betting and uh, their yeah, daily fantasy absolutely. and that kind of stuff. Like probably yeah. sooner because you still have like baseball is just starting, so you can get in on that. Um, I I forget when the NFL I, I don't really follow the NFL too closely, so I don't really know yeah. honestly like when they start, to be honest with you. They uh they usually start in August, I think. August July okay. or August. Yeah. Not a hundred percent sure on that, but I know it's it's kind of later in the summer. So because they they can kind of play more into October, November, right, down in the States. Yeah. Where, but I know the CFL usually starts like May or June because you got to be wrapped up by like September <laughs> up in Canada. Otherwise, you're doing um, the Super Bowl and, or not the Super Bowl, Grey Cup in like minus 30, minus 40. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, the NFL season uh, for the next season is slated to start uh, September 8th. Oh, dang. That's, a, that's yeah. later than and, I thought. Yeah. Honestly. And then they play the regular season at least until January, it looks like. So. Oh. Yeah. Dang. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I had no idea. Um, <laughs> that, that's one thing, though, is I do want to get more into the NFL this season. Yeah. I I, tr- I tried to kind of get into it, but it was already like mid season last yeah. year. So, but this year, and, and especially because I I won't be in school and like getting back into that come September. Yeah, hey, you'll be, be graduated. Kind of How's that feel? Yeah. <laughs> it's scary, dude. I don't know. It, we, we we don't have to talk about it though, because otherwise I might, you know, cry. So <laughs> I I'm I'm gonna make another honest effort to like get a bit more into baseball this year. I've caught at least like a few innings of each of the first three Blue Jays games this weekend mm-hmm. against the Rangers. So yeah, I uh, 
I did have a baseball game on actually uh, just last week. It was the Yankees um, I don't, home opener or season opener. I don't remember. Oh, okay. I, I threw it on in the background just as noise to, <laughs> to study. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because the season I, I opened really on attention. Thursday. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. So I, I, I tried to kind of pay attention, but man, I just couldn't. <laughs> it ended up going to extra <laughs> innings. So like, I don't know. That was kind of cool. But at the same time, I, I wasn't really paying attention. I, yeah. I couldn't tell you who won the game. So. <laughs> That's fair. But That's fair. Um, anyways, at the risk of extending this podcast to two hours, <laughs> uh, let's maybe move on here. Uh, let's, uh, I, I'm going to be greedy and, and throw my segment in first. Go and for then it. We'll get to a little bit of news here. So, uh, yeah, I've got a, I'm just going to get the tab open as I ramble here, but I, had this saved from a why is like every episode quiet? I'm hitting something against the microphone with this my hand it's a water bottle I don't even have it like super close to me I mean like kind of yeah, but like I, know, I need it closer because I could I have to talk into it yeah it's just been like the last couple of weeks I don't know why I can't even blame it on like oh yeah my depth perception's off because I'm wearing my glasses <laughs> yeah no you got no excuses really so um just clumsy. So this is some this is, this is something I had saved on Twitter. It's a couple weeks old by now, but it, it's just too good to not bring up. So okay. this is uh, this is Radko Gudis. You, you know, really only relevant for throwing hits, especially in fantasy hockey, just to mm-hmm. tie that in there as well. But I don't know if you've seen this, but he threw a hip check on, I think it was Kirby Doc um, of the Blackhawks a couple weeks back. Okay. And uh, here I'll toss this up here um so and man like you just gotta well there'll be a little bit of a discussion i'm sure but just just watch here yeah okay so good is along oh damn just (laughs) absolutely ruins doc's day there oof i mean that is this is a tough angle like that's self-inflicted also though it is yeah like the the flip pretty much because doc like jumps into it mm-hmm. yeah and then does like the full Although, front flip I- i'm gonna see if i can pause it here um right there gudis is pretty low like i think if doc doesn't jump his knees are in or they're gone they're, they're dust so i don't know i, I think doc kind of saved himself a little bit like I don't know. It's it's more of a knee check than a hip oh, check. I, I don't even think that, honestly. I think that's a good hip check, no matter what. Like, whether he jumps or, or not, that's a good hip check. Right there? I don't know. That's, like He's already in the, he's in the air at that point. Yeah, I guess. But, like... And Doc's not a tiny dude by any means. No, he is pretty tall. So, like, I don't know. But, like, if at this position, Doc doesn't do anything, that right knee is obliterated. So I don't know. It's it's a little bit low. Eh. Nothing happened. So like I, it's not penalty or suspension worthy or anything. I, but I think it could have been a lot worse. Either way though, I I, I love is, watching yeah. guys get hip checked and doing oh, yeah, it's the, the big three sixty here. <laughs> so I'm not mad about it. But like it's uh, it, it's just gorgeous. Oh yeah, oh, it's man. absolutely gorgeous. I I think whether he jumps or not, honestly, that looked. Like it was going to be clean to me, no matter what. Um, yeah, Kirby Doc at six four 
197. Okay, so he is a tall guy. So. Yeah, yeah, he's a tall guy, and he do, like he does got some weight to him as well, right? So, which yeah. adds to the the rotation a little bit there too. But uh, yeah, I I know a lot of oh, people. Interesting. On... We share the same birthday. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, we're both January 21st. So, mind oh, you, I got so... like four years on him, but yeah. Oh, interesting. I, uh... That's that's two NHL guys then that I share a birthday with because the other one's uh, Jonathan Quick. Oh, right. Yeah. So, um, I do uh. I do miss the hip check. There was a lot of people on Twitter saying, like, get rid of the hip check. Like, that, that's we don't need that in the game anymore. The other half were like, we need more hip checks. And I'm definitely in the more hip checks. Oh, game. yeah, absolutely. Or, or area. Like, man, yeah. I love watching it. Any chance I get in NHL as well to throw a hip check, I'm all over that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll give up two on ones or two on O's Just if it means I could check. potentially <laughs> do a hip check. Yeah. <laughs> oh man i remember i had is my little cousin was over he played he was already playing rep hockey at that point and i asked him to teach me how to throw a proper hip check oh yeah and so we were we're out in the backyard uh and he's just running at me and like i had to like set it up like set up and throw the hip check and that kind of stuff and it was a lot of like oh he'll kind of like kind of bounce roll off to the side kind of thing for a bit Mm-hmm. We just kind of like worked on it. And then I finally got it. And he looked like Kirby Doc. He did the full. But that's, of course, right when my parents looked outside to see what we yeah. were doing was <laughs> right when that happened. So they're like, what the hell? As like, we're both laughing. And he's going like, yeah, there you go. That's how you do it. And stuff like that. So <laughs> like we were maybe I, like 14 or something oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. But I'm, it was it was good. I <laughs> parents were like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> it's like, oh, you I remember I, had a hip check. <laughs> I went through a phase in sometime in middle school, like grade four or grade five, where me and a bunch of other guys, I don't know, we were trying to be tough, show off for the girls or whatever it was. (laughs) I don't know. But out on the playground, we would just throw hip checks at each other. Right. Like out of the blue. And like, like I I remember wanting to be hip checked. Like I would run (laughs) at somebody and like get their attention and they would wait till the last second and then just like bend over and just like... (laughs) I, I would just like obliterate out. myself on <laughs> on their hip check, I guess. Like I don't know, and we would just like do it for fun, and like try and slam each other like into the um, like the gravel or like it, it didn't even matter. Like it could have been on the playground equipment. We would like throw hip checks at each other. I don't know. It was a weird phase, throwing hip but... checks playing grounders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know, but it was, it was just like a weird phase where like that that was just our. The thing on the playground was to just hip check people. Yeah. So I can just imagine like you throw a hip check like from like one of the top levels on whatever like playground you're on <laughs> off the side of it, land in the ground, like break your arm or something like that. And that's when someone yells grounders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to add an insult to injury. <laughs> Literally at that point. Yeah. Uh, but oh. man, just just any hip check. If if there's any NHL players out there listening, if you want to make my segment, just throw a hip check because <laughs> it's man a big <laughs> energy move. It it was a, it's hip checks are what now? A big <laughs> energy move. And uh, I'm, I'm just gonna throw it out there as well. Uh, Trevor Zegris pulling off uh, not one but two successful Michigans and at least a, one other attempt is what else? A big <laughs> energy move. And you can also get what kind of shirts? A big energy move. Shirts over at the merch store, tqrshop.mightspreadshop.com. Nice. Got all the plugs in there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Okay. Uh, Wait, I got one more plug, actually. Oh, yeah, go for I it. Kind of, because I kind of forgot about it. Uh, there's one more... Um, a big energy move. Plug that I want to throw in there as well. We have a giveaway going on that will close... Uh, I guess if everybody's listening to this on Monday... Uh, it'll close tomorrow, Tuesday night. If you're list- if you're one of the Tuesday listeners as well, which I have had people reach out saying they're a Tuesday listener and not to crucify them, which <laughs> I thought was hilarious. Um, or yeah, if you're a Tuesday listener, it closes tonight at uh, 11:59 Pacific uh, PM. Obviously, um, if you go over to our Instagram as well as on our Twitter, I've been trying to retweet it just to share it and that kind of stuff. We have a giveaway going on for a duck snapback hat and uh, a deck of like a 13 uh, Ducks uh, player hockey cards. They're not necessarily all Ducks players. There was, uh, we got a lot of Team Canada cards, but they're Ducks players. So you got like Ryan Getzlaff, Corey Perry, uh, Max Comtois, all in like the yeah, Team Canada I, ones as well. There might be a Henrique in there as well. I don't yeah. totally remember. Uh, but yeah, both Canada those things, them, but... both the things are available as one giveaway. So if you win the giveaway, you'll get both. Uh, so if it's on Instagram, all you have to do is follow us, like that post, and tag two friends. And if it's on Twitter, uh, again, follow us, uh, retweet the original post, and tag two friends, and you're entered to win. And you can enter on both as well. You can double up your entries uh, with that. So and yeah, so we'll be uh, closing that off on Tuesday at midnight and uh, announcing the winner on our live show on Wednesday. Cool. So, that's news okay, to me. Now I'm out of plugs. Now I'm out yeah. of plugs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even uh not not the giveaway. I knew we were doing the giveaway, obviously, but the announcing it on the live stream. Oh, I mean like the closing. I mean yeah. it makes sense, but yeah. Um yeah, that's uh yeah, that's all the news I guess we have. Um for our show specifically. Yeah. But in terms of uh Dex news, they made a single move today. Not even really a move, but they signed uh centerman Blake McLaughlin, I'm assuming yeah. is how it's pronounced. Okay. Yeah. Um, McLaughlin. It's just like, I just look at it and I see the word laugh. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Blake McLaughlin, uh, 2018 third rounder, uh, signed him to a two-year ELC, which will kick in next year. Um, but he is expected to play with San Diego on an amateur tryout for the rest of the season and potentially into playoffs as well there. So mm. exciting news for uh, for him. And um, yeah, ho- hopefully we'll see him make some splashes either with the gulls or with the ducks at some point as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I did pull up some stats here as well. So from 2016 to 2018 as well, leading up to his draft, uh, he scored 54 points in 65 games with the Chicago steel of the USHL, um, as well as seven points in seven games for, uh, I should say Clark, not Clack, uh, Clark cup, uh, playoffs. And then from 18, uh, 2018 to this season, 2022, um, he's been playing with the University of Minnesota in the NCAA. He's put up 38 goals and 67 assists for 105 points and 142 games played in that span. So, um, yeah, looking looking good there. And um, yeah, 79th overall in 2018. So it's just, it's it's I, I just I get excited for the future, right? And I think it was uh, it was an article on NHL.com a little bit ago as well that. Uh, you know, projected the Ducks to have the best future just based on like what they have oh, and everything absolutely. like that. So it's it's not even um, a question. Yeah, so it's just just a little bit more pain, pretty much. But hopefully, things start to turn around here soon. And you could almost argue that things have started to turn around already. So yeah, like 
we'll, we'll get into it more once our season's actually done. But this season was a huge win and a huge improvement from the last from last season. So it's, yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're getting the small wins now, which is good. That's the sign of a yeah. healthy rebuild there. So yeah, um, well. Uh, you know what? Looking at this, it probably would have been a better segue to do that news and then the BDE segment and then into <laughs> upcoming games just because uh, we're playing Florida on Tuesday, but we can uh, we can still make it work, Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> dang, that's an early start. 4 p.m. Pacific? Like, I get that it's 7 p.m. over on the East Coast, but like... Yeah. Yep, so. East Coast road trips. But it's the last yeah. one that we have. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah this will be game three already of it, so... Almost done. Yeah, because it, it's Florida, then Tampa, and then we're home, right? And just yeah. Bouncing around the West for which, the rest of the season. So. Yeah, that Tampa game's not till Thursday, which is why I didn't have it here. Um, yeah. But that's a game that I'm looking out for 100%. Unfortunately, I have class during it. But um, I'm going to just have it on in a corner on my screen, to be yeah, honest with you. But, <laughs> um, but that will be... Uh, gets off in Perry for the last time, so oh, yeah, they're watching that. It'll be interesting, yeah, yeah. I hope they kiss. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, there'll definitely be some pleasantries exchanged. Let's put it that way, like in, 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 the, in, the, in the nice way, mm-hmm. not in the oh, yeah, they're gonna trade fisticuffs. Like, no, those, yeah. those guys aren't gonna, so yeah. But also imagine yeah, not, not, not the Jay Beagle kind of fisticuffs, or not yeah. the Jay Beagle kind of pleasantries, the, uh, <laughs> the the normal people kind of pleasantries. Yeah, but also imagine if they did. <laughs> Just heat of the you, moment. I mean, great actually. Do you think if say like after two periods, both of these, both of those guys, Getz, Laugh, and Perry have a goal and an assist? Do you think they just look at each other and be like, "Let's both get Gordy, Gordy Howe hat tricks"? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be interesting. I, 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 think that's, I doubt it. That, that would definitely lead to that. You know what? They like yep. grab each other off the face off, punch each other in the face once, and then just like separate and be like, give us five <laughs> minute majors. <laughs> just call it. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Tuesday playing Florida. I expect something similar to tonight. Maybe a little bit of a better effort from yeah. the Ducks because they aren't going to be as tired. But uh, yeah, still. I'm, the result I'm not... is going to be pretty similar. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, look out for hip checks, I guess, <laughs> from yeah. Gudes there. Gudis. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 mean, also, I think as long I gotta, as Zegers doesn't get... skill it up, then we won't see too many hip checks. Being thrown <laughs> yeah, around, exactly. So. <laughs> uh, I, I do got to throw one thing out though about uh, Gudes. Beautiful beard. Beautiful. Oh, beard. gorgeous. Yeah. Good. Yeah, right so. up there with guys like Burns and Thornton for uh, the yeah. beard game. Yeah, it's, it's looking good. <clears throat> do you have a score um, prediction for this Florida game here? I don't even want to try. I'm going six. <laughs> I'm going six through. Well, hold on. I, I got to figure out who's going to be in net for Tampa Bay. Like if they have a back-to-back situation going on. Oh, if Tampa has a back-to-back. Yeah. Uh, no, they don't. So probably Vasilevsky. Six-one. Against the the Panthers? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> What am I doing? We're not talking my, about the Tampa. Wednesday. My, yeah, my mind was in Tampa Bay already. Okay, then, I mean, not that Bobrovsky and Knight are much better. Yeah, no, they. Yeah, they don't have a back. Yes, the the last time we because we played one of the games already against Florida and Spencer Knight got his first career shutout against us. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, that time. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know what? 6-1 still stands, I think. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Okay, one more thing here, and then we'll get to the, the rest of the show. Sure. I, I have it here somewhere. Where did it go? There was a stat that I came across that I was like, no fucking way. Okay, here we go. So the episode that really, I think, solidified us really kind of us realizing we really gave a shit, I guess, about the Ducks, and it wasn't just covering anymore, that like we were actually getting invested in this team, was the game on March 1st of 2020. The Anaheim Ducks played the New Jersey Devils, and Corey Schneider had gotten his first win in over a calendar year. Fun fact for you, uh, and I'm not sure if this is true necessarily anymore, but I think it still is. I think so. Um, Double check here. Corey or Corey Schneider was on a three-game NHL win streak spanning over two years with two teams. He won his last three appearances, March 1st of 2020, New Jersey versus Anaheim, where he played for New Jersey. Uh, March 6th of 2020, so a few days later, when New Jersey was visiting uh, or was playing host to the St. Louis Blues. And then April 3rd of 2022, where the Islanders were in New Jersey. (laughs) But I just saw that and I was like, wait a second, the March 1st against Anaheim. And I was like, that's that episode that I just went off. (laughs) Like, I truly just went off about (laughs) that team. (laughs) And I'm like, man, that win streak dates back to that. Holy shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. he's Luckily, got we don't solid, have to worry about that, though. I don't think so. He's got a solid, solid stats on that, too, because he shut the Ducks out. He had a 939 against St. Louis, and then in the single game that he's played this season, put up a 900 against New Jersey in that game. Interesting. So, like, I just love how that bad. works. Though. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, the way uh, I would I, phrase I, it I'm if I was Schneider is I haven't play. lost a game in the NHL in over two years. That's the way I would. Phrase yeah, it. <laughs> that's how you say it. Hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent. Uh, yeah. Luckily, we don't play the Islanders, so we don't have to worry about Corey Schneider. It's all good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't have to revisit that trauma. Nope. Um. Okay. Do you want a gulls update now, or do you want me to save it for Wednesday? Uh, I think have... we could save it for Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, sounds yeah. good. Yeah, we'll do it on the line. We we'll only have the one then. game, so yeah. Okay. Perfect. Sure. That sounds good. Um. Okay. I guess in that case, it takes us to what's quacking. <laughs> so I had found. Um. Well, I'd come across uh something on Twitter here posted by TSN the. Does it stand for the Sports Network up here in Canada? Yes. yes okay. I, I just always know it as Toronto Sports Network, so I'm never actually sure, <laughs> sure if it is actually the Sports Network. But um, they posted this, uh, I guess, yesterday. But uh, And I think that's when Matthews hit this record. Yeah, it was. So yeah. it says here, uh, Austin Matthews is the first player to score 50 goals in 50 games since Mario Lemieux in the 95-96 NHL season. That's what the caption says. And then what the picture says here is last five players with 50-plus goals in any 50-game span in a single season. Because usually when you talk about 50 and 50, it's the first 50 games of the season. Yeah. That's that's pretty standard most 
Yeah. Any, any people that kind of get into hockey stats know that. So when you just read the, the caption of the tweet, that's, uh, you know, that, it doesn't sound totally accurate because, you know, Matthews has played 60-some games at this point. Yeah. But when you actually read the picture, last five players, or sorry, yeah, and it's got the other players here, but basically it's saying Matthews scored 50 goals in a 50-game span, not necessarily the first 50, but in his last 50 games has scored 50 goals. Yeah, which I want to go through those players really quickly in what years. Um, sure. Do you have the tweet yeah, up so you, here? Or? Yeah, yeah, I have it. Oh, yeah, I guess I, I put so, it in the outline, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, Austin Matthews in the 21-22 season. Yeah. Cam Neely for the Boston Bruins in 93-94. Mm-hmm. Is that the year my uncle played for them? That'd be kind of cool, actually. Uh, Alexander McGinley in the 92-93 season for the Buffalo Sabres. Mario Lemieux did it twice in 92-93, as well as 95-96 with the Pittsburgh Penguins. And then Timu Solani uh, with the Winnipeg Jets, the original Winnipeg Jets in 92-93. Man, there's only one... 92-93 season was... Yeah, man. Players went off that year. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, so those are the other five players. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not since the 90s has this been done. Where Jeez. someone scored 50 goals or scored at a goal a game pace in 50 games. However you want to word it. Like, yeah. I, I get that, you know, 50 goals in 50 games is generally the first 50 games but yeah what they're actually saying here is just like, in that span like doesn't yeah, matter where in, in the season it was yeah in any 50 game span nobody not alex ovechkin not steven stamkos mm. nobody has scored at that either way is ridiculous clip. no matter yeah, what it's impressive yeah. so like yes i get the argument like that some people are saying like, okay, yeah, like this isn't 50 and 50. This isn't what I expect. Like, are you like, you're just trying to pump Matthew's tires. I, I, I kind of, I get that to an extent, but th- those people aren't if, reading the, yeah. the tweet. <laughs> no. Yeah. If, if you read it, if you actually pass like grade 12 literacy, not even you understand five. what it's saying. <laughs> yeah. <Grade five. laughs> oh, okay. We're, we're being, we're being nice there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I'm, I'm, so, like I was chuckling earlier because I'm reading through the comments and a couple have already gotten me here too. Um, yeah, because like what else was there? Uh, he did not match Rashard, Bossy, and Gretzky, which Gretzky spelt wrong. Uh, just the Hogtown <laughs> media and make-believes nation bending the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody uh, puts the NHL PR tweets saying Austin Matthews becomes the first player to score 50 goals in a 50 game span at any time of a season since Mario Lemieux in 95, 96, who had 51 goals in 50 games played from October 26th of 95 to March 7th of 96. So yeah, it's, it's people just, uh, Oh, today is the episode of me just like blanking on words. Apparently, (laughs) Uh, cognition. Is that comprehension? That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, just comprehension is just not there on Twitter. Uh, which I mean, that's just Twitter for you, honestly. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty sure it's always been fifty goals in your f- team's first fifty games. Nice try, Toronto Sports Network. Um, 
this one was my favorite here because it lines up perfectly as well with what I was talking about before of like the you're putting your team and the players on a pedestal and whatnot. And yeah. you know this as well from uh, like experience, 100%. Mm. What better example is there than Edmonton Oilers fans from the 1980s? <laughs> this guy goes, ah, participation medal. How many did Gretzky score uh, 50 and 39? How many did he score the prior season in the last, let's say, five games? So did he do it in 34? Toronto, Toronto sports teams, and Toronto media never ceases to amaze me. Uh, Which I, my, my favorite part of that is the reply. Can you read the reply? Against half-drunk Carpenter, is that one? Uh, or is there another one? There's 51 no, no, comments there's to this guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I, maybe I got to try and find this again. Which one was, are you thinking of? Uh, it, it was... Uh, Oh, uh, where is it? It was some saying something about like word salad, which okay. I, Either way, I this heard. one's still pretty good though. Yeah. Against half drunk carpenters and guys in net that would make Gallagher look like Chara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, maybe it wasn't this guy, but there was someone else where I was like, "This, like, I don't even know what you're trying to say." Like he was just throwing words around. Like it, it was, it was another tweet about Gretzky, but it was like Gretzky, and then some words, and then fifty and thirty, yeah. and like it wasn't, it was. <laughs> One whole long sentence, but it like I don't it think, wasn't a proper one. I don't think this is the comment that you're talking about. No, but this is a reply to it. That's a total attack on Alberta that is justified. All right, <laughs> it's justified to our home province here. Any 50 game span in the same season, Alberta reading comprehension never ceases to amaze me. Also, keep commenting on posts like this so Twitter al- Twitter's algorithm makes sure you see more posts like this. <laughs> 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 I just love that. Alberta's reading comprehension never ceases to amaze me. And I'm just like, yep, and I live here. <laughs> yeah. My my favorite comment um, on this one is someone says, it's not in the same season. It doesn't count. What? Yeah, that's what it says. And then someone replied, <laughs> the fuck you talking about? It's all been this season. And he says, excuse me. 50 goals in the first 50 games, like the other records have been. It's not the same. And then it's, it literally, the reply, it literally says right there in any 50 game span, <laughs> are you illiterate or brain damaged? Like, like <laughs> what is this guy? I, I, I love Twitter comments just being like, how stupid are you? <laughs> I, I just, I love all like the sarcastic ones. Like this one, oh, well, see, Dinky LaCroix scored 38. Uh, goals in 1893 with the Winnipeg Oakmen in only 15 games while playing from the rover position. So Austin Matthews is a com- is complete garbage. Like, yeah. <laughs> which is like, yeah, it, it's being sarcastic. But. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, or this comment to uh, or the reply, I guess, to that one that we were talking about here. Just because your boy Drysdale can't score against top teams, you don't have to be so sour. Recognize the greatness we're all witnessing. Which I mean, realistically, though. Austin Matthews just sent a Toronto Maple Leafs record for most goals in a season, yeah. and he's still adding on to it. Yeah. I don't care he, what team you're a fan missed. of. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't care what team you're a fan of. You got to remember the Toronto Maple Leafs have over a 100 year history, right? Mm-hmm. And this guy is setting a new record currently. I don't and care if you hate the what, Leafs 23? or uh, twenty five or six. I think. See. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't care what team you cheer for or how much you hate the Leafs for that. This dude is literally making history 
for the Toronto NHL Maple Leafs, history. one of the most storied yeah. fran- one of the most storied franchises in the NHL. Yeah. It doesn't matter what team you cheer for. This is impressive, no matter what, because mm. this is a team that has yeah. over a hundred years of history. So, Wait, with how long the Leafs have been around, it's basically NHL history at this point. Yeah, like even uh, go back to what was that twenty fifteen sixteen, I believe, when uh, Garrett Sparks um, was the became the first Maple Leafs goaltender ever to get a shutout in his debut. Yeah, in two thousand fifteen, like in the fifteen sixteen season. That team had been around for, I think, a, a hundred years at that point. I believe it was the 15, 16 year. Um, but, like, no other goalie had done that. That's yeah. impressive, too, right? Like, it, it, it doesn't matter. If if some other team was doing it for, like, Anaheim, or, like, if some other player was doing it for Anaheim, okay, Troy Terry, right? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what the record is offhand, but say Troy Terry starts setting the franchise record, right, for goals in a season, Right. It doesn't matter what team you're cheering for. You're looking at that and you're going, that's impressive because even the Ducks have almost 30 years of history, right? And we've had some great mm-hmm. players play here. Tamu Solani, yeah. Paul Correa, Ryan Getzlaff, mm-hmm. whatever some people might think. He's a, he's a great player. And like, yeah, you'd still look at that and go, this is a big deal, actually. So forget yeah. that it's the Maple Leafs. This dude is setting a franchise. Okay, yeah, remove the Maple Leafs name out of there this dude is setting a franchise record for a team that has been around for over a hundred years and is adding to it like he has games to go here Mm -hmm. like it's it's definitely going to be a challenge but i believe let me just double check this here i believe matthews is currently at 56 or 58 goals let me just check here dude the odds for him to for what he's going to end the season with yeah the odds for what he's going to end the season with the lowest or like the most likely is like 67 or something yeah. like or like 65 so, okay. or 67 it's like one of those was yeah like the safest odds you know like you put a dollar down and you get like two bucks back so like yeah the dude realistically he could hit 70 that's what i was gonna say like yeah he, he's like the maple Leafs have 10 games left in the season and matthews has 12 goals to hit 70 with how he's been doing lately, though, that's Goal. not out of the realm of possibility, yeah. which is crazy mm-hmm. to think about. Yeah, so. goal a game, and then two two-goal games. When was the last like, time there was a 70-goal scorer in the NHL? Yeah, who knows? Well, you well, you look that up. Yeah, I'm taking a look here. Stats here. Matthews is only 24. He turns 25 uh, in September. Um, and the Timu Solani put up the record for most goals... Um, back when we were the mighty Ducks of Anaheim uh, with 52 in the 97-98 season. So mm-hmm. it, it's pretty high. A little bit lower, I guess, than the Leafs record, but like it's still going to be tough to hit. And my money is on Trevor Zegras or Troy Terry to hit that within the next five years. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, like just for, for Matthews, like in an era where it's rare for any player in – on any team to hit 50 goals in a whole season. Yeah. The fact that he scored 50 within a span of 50 games. 50 games. Yeah. That's impressive. The last time a player scored the minimum 70, because the record is 92 goals by Wayne Gretzky in the 81, 82 season. Uh, the last time a player scored like the minimum 70 goals was the 91, 92 season. That was Brett Hull. That was a long time ago then. That was yeah. 30 years ago. 
And I guess the closest for, you know, the modern NHL, uh, Alex Ovechkin in 2007-2008 scored 65. Okay. Yeah. Like, Matthews could hit that. It's only mm-hmm. seven goals away. Yeah, very pretty reasonable for yeah. him to do that. So, like, I don't know. Like, with this tweet, it's it, it's mostly people with very poor reading comprehension skills and just don't like the Leafs and that like I'm not the biggest fan of the Leafs I I could if I never saw another article about the Leafs again I would live a happy life but yeah we get a lot of it here we yeah we get a lot of it here in Canada just because that's the like the big market team so obviously you're going to saturate your content with the biggest market right because then you get the draws it it makes sense so yeah, it's yeah, it, it's impressive. I I don't care what anyone says. And yeah. No, normally McDavid is my vote for the Hart Trophy every single year, but oh, this year it's Matt, Matthews is it, locked. I think the, this year it's a disgrace to the league if Matthews doesn't win the Hart. Yeah, the only other person I could see doing it would be Shesterkin. That that's true. Because yeah. without Shesterkin, where are the Rangers? I'm not saying that the Rangers yeah. would be a bad team or anything like that, but they wouldn't be doing as well as they have been. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, I think I, I think it's between it, the two of them. So it, yeah, I don't know. It's it, it's weird to still for me to think about a, a goalie winning the heart. Not totally impossible. Um, no. I, I just don't think it's like many of the voters' kind of first choice. I think Shesterkin for Vesna, 100%. Give Matthews the heart, and then he'll... Yeah, and I'm not even trying to... Too. I'm not even trying to be a homer here on this one, but I think the Vesna could easily be between Shesterkin and Markstrom. Yeah, that's true. With Markstrom's leading the league shutouts. like crazy in... Yeah, nine shutouts. He's only one away from breaking Mika Kiprasov's franchise... Or from tying Mika Kiprasov's franchise record. Um, but... Oh, Jesus Christ. Where'd that go? Um... Yeah, for shutouts, the next guy behind Markstrom is Ilya Sorokin with six. Like that's a, but yeah, it's three shutouts, but also that's three games that you have to blank the other team. Like that's not a small feat by any means. Yeah. There's a lot of goalies this yeah. season that don't even have a shutout. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, at least for the Vesna, those are kind of my two thoughts but yeah the heart i think is between shastarkin and uh and matthews leaning more towards matthews is what it would yeah. be i'm also just curious as to who the last heart trophy goaltender is uh and then mm-hmm. we can wrap it up here because oh shit yeah we're <laughs> we're running along today yeah it's all right though we haven't recorded a legit episode in a while so yeah exactly got lots to talk about uh oh okay it actually wasn't that oh yeah right uh carrie price in the 2015 season Okay. Hard trophy. Yeah, I figured it was either him or Flurry that would have done it relatively recently. But and then okay, and then past him, go figure. Another Montreal Canadian, uh, Jose Theodore in two thousand two. Okay, but that's so, it. Yeah, since, it is pretty common. That's it since two thousand. There's only been two goaltenders to win it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's tough for a goaltender to win the heart, but it, yeah. it's not like uncommon. Unless your name is Dominic Hasek in the late 90s because he did it back to back. (laughs) 97 and 98 with the Buffalo Sabres. Jesus Christ. I mean, I don't know who else you would pick in that era. So, 
That's a goalie I miss in the NHL, honestly. Like, obviously, he's not, he wouldn't be playing it today or anything like that. But, like, like I remember still watching Dominic Kashik. He was fun to watch. Yeah. So, is there anything yeah. else we wanted to look up here? No, I think that's, I think yeah. that's it for me. We, we've successfully educated our listeners on, yes, easily Googleable, Googleable stats. Yep. Cool. Okay. Um, as well as just keep your uh, reading comprehension up, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does a don't lot end, of wonders for you. <laughs> don't don't underestimate the power of those multiple choice quizzes that you get in yeah. from short stories all throughout your, your school. It's it's important exactly. to not get roasted on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, like I'd understand it. it's like, oh, you run into characters, so you gotta kinda shorten a couple things up. Like you can still make it like readable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But around I'm on like, Twitter long enough to know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I don't know. It's it, it makes for good content, anyways. We oh, yeah. we got like twenty minutes out of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Nate, where can they uh, complain to you about how bad the world's reading comprehension skills are? <laughs> you can complain to me about that. that wasn't a Twitter. good sentence. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> you can complain to me about Carter's reading comprehension uh, on my Twitter account at Tate Namas T A T E N H O M A S. Uh, before Carter starts going, I'm just going to plug one more time. Uh, merch store is open. There's 15% off still for the next two days. It closes at Tuesday at midnight, as well as our giveaway closes on Tuesday at midnight as well. That's on Twitter and Instagram. You can go find those there for a Ducks snapback hat and a uh, deck of uh, Ducks playing cards. So, And in the, yeah. in, in the shop, to go back to that quick, is uh, the new Skilling It Up t-shirts. Go for it, Carter. Thanks. Myself on Twitter at Carter underscore pods, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97 at Quack Report pod for the show. See you guys next time.